So we had gotten married. He left on deployment a month later. And then that was the first time I'd seen him in eight months. Um, and it was his last flight of being in the Marine Corps. And uh, his squadron was the Silver Eagles in Beaufort, South Carolina. Welcome to the Major League Eventing Podcast, the show for eventing fans by eventing fans. I really want to let you guys know that your sponsors, Maine and Tell and, and Cowboy Magic, love their products. I am an avid user of their products. Um, I use so many of their products, the uh, white and spray from Mane and Tail, their um, detangler for tails. Um, I use Cowboy Magic, their um, detangler to put on their tails after I wash their tails. Um, I use the body spray, uh, the green spot remover. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> I am. I, I think if you came to my stall or even the horse trailer, you would see how much money I spend with them. <laughs> <laughs> They're great people. They're going to be there. The everyone well, they make the products right in Pennsylvania, right, right, not too far. And um, do they? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh, that's some good stuff. I now know why you bait your corgi in it. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yep. Yeah. They both get it. They both get it, but they get different shampoos. Sparky gets the medicated, and Stanley gets the ultimate gloss. Yeah. So. Uh, well, there it's good stuff. Their products are highly loved by me, and um, I, I, I buy. I think I buy bottles of each of it every month between the two horses to to make sure that their coats are pretty and their tails are pretty, and the the gray horse, the Skyfall horse is gray. So, got it. Gotcha. Well, we are going to be out to dinner with those guys. They're going to be there all weekend, and we'll let them know. We'll let them know, and then hopefully, maybe we can get them by to meet you. RJ Equine Kinetics is a full service conditioning, training, and rehabilitation center providing a unique program tailored to each individual horse's needs. Yeah, some of the services they provide they have a water treadmill, a cold saltwater spa, vibrating floor, equine massage, vet administered class four laser treatments. They provide educational tours, individualized feeding programs for your horse, round-the-clock attention. They also offer trailer-in services, equine transportation, and a limousine service. And some of the examples for the use of their equipment are for horses experiencing poor performance, lameness, and gait abnormalities, horses needing to improve fitness and strength before competition season, a way to balance asymmetries and rebuild muscle after atrophy, and returning to training after surgery, trauma, or injury, or prehabilitation. Learn more about RNJ Equine Kinetics at RNJ Equine on Facebook and EQKNETX.com. Triple Crown Feed. Oh, Karen. yeah. Triple Crown, big fans of Triple Crown Feed. They have a t- tons of, of great products out there, mm-hmm. premium stuff. Karen, what do you got to say over there? So Triple Crown has formulas that are tailored to your horse's unique needs and help support immunity and gut health. Find your local Triple Crown Feed dealer by going to triplecrownfeed.com. Triplecrownfeed.com. That's a little bit of a tongue twister. Triplecrownfeed.com. 
They have a great feed locator. They have a great feed comparison tool on their website. I encourage everyone to get over there. Check out Triple Crown Feed's website. Check out the different products. Check out what makes them so special. And give them a shot, right, Karen? Oh, yeah. Support the people to support the show. Karen, I saw you got your blue box in the mail from Fairfax and Favor. I sure did. Um, I got the tan suede Regina tall boots. I saw that. I saw your unboxing video. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hopefully people got to check that out on Facebook and Instagram and everywhere else. I hope so, because they are absolutely gorgeous. I'm totally obsessed. The scallop edging is beautiful. And what's best, like you get these interchangeable tassels and they come in all different colors and not just colors. You could get zebra, leopard print to match whatever you're wearing. How do they feel? They look very form fitting and tall. Are they comfortable? How, how do they feel? They are very comfortable. They have a memory foam insole. Oh, so I did about. wear them to work. And mm-hmm. of course I got tons of compliments, but they were very comfortable all day long and you could dress them up dress them down and they'll look great in whatever you're wearing yeah they they look great on you i i am i'm very very impressed with with how they look and how they came and the packaging and everything like that so very very beautiful boots a plus plus for fairfax plus 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 with a cherry on top (laughs) with a cherry on top awesome so everyone check them out go to fairfaxandfavor.com Join us at the inaugural Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill, October 14th through 17th at the new Fair Hill Special Event Zone located in Elkton, Maryland. One of the only seven equestrian events of its kind worldwide, you will experience the thrill of eventing with equestrians from around the globe. Enjoy a beautiful fall weekend in the country with activities for the whole family. To learn more and purchase tickets, go to maryland5star.us slash tickets or call 410-MD5. S-T-A-R. And follow Maryland Five Star on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest updates from beautiful Fairhome, Maryland. See you there. Taylor Harris Insurance Services. There for all equestrians, amateur, and the professional. For all types and all breeds. No matter what discipline or level, Taylor Harris is committed to excellence in serving you and protecting the horses you love. Taylor Harris Insurance Services, your worldwide equine insurance specialists. All right, here we go. Here we go. You ready, love? Mm-hmm. I'm Rob. And I'm Karen. And super excited about today's guest. Yes, ma'am. Welcome to the show, Heather Bush. Heather Bush, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. A little nervous, but I am very very excited to speak with you guys. Oh, oh. I know Karen's very intimidating. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm intimidated by her, and I've been married for how long? We've been married, Karen, a long time, right? 27 years? How, how, how many? 27? Yeah, very good. 27 years. Very I'm good. still intimidated. Very good. Look at me. Oh. I got all the answers. Well, she's doing her job right if you're still a little intimidated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, be, uh, now, you're, we don't, we, this is our first time meeting Heather Karen. Yes, so it this is. is very exciting. Mm-hmm. I got to ask you about your husband. I have a sneaky suspicion he's a Marine. Is that true? That is true. He See. is a retired Marine captain who flew F 18s. Wow. Oh, man. Were you married while he was in the Marines? 
I was. Um, the first two years between dating, engagement, and marriage, um, I was there, and he was on two deployments and multiple debts during all that. <laughs> yeah, so you didn't get to see him a whole lot. You got definitely the Marine wife life uh, pretty quick. I did, but thankfully for horses, I you know it wasn't too bad because I was I had the horses to keep me busy and and uh, doing stuff. Um, and then we have the luxury of the the um, FaceTime, so we were able to FaceTime a lot while he was deployed. Yeah, Aww. there was no FaceTime back when I was. No, in, in not at camp. all. It okay. was he had a call like a payphone almost. Yeah, once, <laughs> and where where was he stationed at flying the F 18s so he was stationed in Beaufort, South Carolina, oh, yeah. um, at the air station down there. And um, that's where he ended up. He's been Virginia Beach, uh, King, um, down in Florida, Texas. He's been all over. Was he ever at El Toro in California? Uh, he wasn't based there, but I'm pretty sure he did some debts there while they were doing trainings for the deployment. Gotcha. Karen used to work on yeah, El Toro. Yeah, I used to work there. That was Karen's the, first the bank. Union. Yes, I did at the credit union. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. It's a it's a small world, definitely. And the Marines are all always family. Yeah, yep. for sure, for sure. sure. So, see, I knew I liked Heather for a reason, Karen. <laughs> we're you simpatico. Like, we're all one big happy family. And she's we used to sure crazy are. people. <laughs> <laughs> used so, to crazy I was people. in the air wing too, so I was I was on the maintenance side. I was in, I was enlisted, so I worked on helicopters. But um, I was uh, at Tustin, which was El Toro's uh, helicopter sister base, and then we were in New River, New River, which is just up the road from where you guys were. Um, so in the in the okay, there. yeah. So. Well, you know, I have a ton of appreciation for the maintenance because you guys kept those planes flying, and some of those planes and helicopters are old yeah. um, and you kept them in the air <laughs> i mean some of the the parts and stuff and and those planes are 30 40 50 years old and you guys kept them in the air and that was the best thing <laughs> yeah yeah well, we had a saying if it isn't leaking it's empty so <laughs> <laughs> good thing um, puts it into perspective but but uh i'm not going to get technical but there's reasons why i leak but anyhow so so uh, that that's very cool. Well, hey, send your husband a Semper Fi for me, and hopefully, I get to meet him one day, and um, you know, we can. Put, I put sure back will. Um, he'll he'll be at Fair Hill, so I'll oh. bring him by. Oh, super, yes. super, awesome, super. awesome, great. That's it, Karen. You're on your own. I'm gonna be hanging out with my new best friend. <laughs> I know, Karen. When those Marines get together, I think we we kind of left behind a little, and they get to reminisce and oh, yeah. talk and drink and. <laughs> And uh, have fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Karen doesn't mind. She's always looking for a reason to get rid of me. Uh, well, they, they could talk and we could go shopping. What? Oh, oh, oh. Hey, I like that. That's a great <laughs> idea. Don't be too busy. She'll be on the clock. She'll, you'll be too busy working, too. <laughs> Only one of us can be on break at a time, Karen. <laughs> I'm caught. I just called dibs. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> so, Heather, can you tell us where you're coming to us from? I am calling you from my horse trailer in Cochranville, Pennsylvania. Oh, that's a new one. She's in Cochranville. Well, in a horse trailer. In a horse trailer. (laughs) Are you sleeping in a horse trailer? Is this home away from home? Is this like... um, It is. It is home away from home. I am lucky enough to have a living quarter, so I can kind of pick up and move when necessary. And um, so I'm staying in the trailer. I've been here. It's my fourth week. 
Oh, oh my goodness. Camping, roughing it. She's glamping <laughs> in Cochranville. I am. This is about as roughing as they get. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're not in just a trailer. It kind of sounded like at first that it was just like you were. In a little two horse. In a little two horse, you know, with a hammock. Hey, with a hammock. <laughs> uh, I've been there. So I, I've, I've kind of upgraded throughout the years. But I have slept in my trailer with no electricity and done it, you know, like just to get it done so I could go to the horse show. I have been there. <laughs> gotcha. Goodness. Right. Very cool. Very cool. Well, so Heather, you're, um, one cool thing is this is coming out either just, just before or just after the Maryland five star mm -hmm. and you're running in the three star long, right, Karen? Yes. So, um, so that's, that's why you're up in town, correct? So you're where, where are you originally from? Like where, where do you, where's home base normally? So I call home Aiken, South Carolina right now. Um, been there since 2008. And um, so that's where I normally am. Um, but unfortunately, Aiken kind of dies after everyone leaves and heads north. Uh, so I have to travel a bit to get training. Um, so I work with Caitlin Sullivan and she is up here um, a little bit uh, depends on the the, the year, but April ish, May, um, and through the through the fall season. So I come up here, and Erin is welcoming at her farm, Erin Sylvester, and she lets me um, plug in my living quarter trailer and um, have bring my horses and come up here and stay. She is um, about to have a baby. I am I am in shock shock when i see her on it she looks fantastic she does she look does. fantastic i'm impressed when i saw her when i first got up here i was like oh my gosh i cannot believe you're about to have the baby you look so tiny she does she does look yeah. very good she was out coaching today she was coaching courtney cooper today just out there yeah. on cross country yep. yes, she, she she's yeah she was she is hard at work that woman worked sun up to sundown um i mean she is at it all day with her students. She is fantastic. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah. And Caitlin, Karen, do we know Caitlin Silliman? Uh, sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. We might know her a little bit. She's all right. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. We'll check. We'll check the we'll check the logs and see if we've had her on, Karen. <laughs> yeah, we go way back with good old Caitlin. We love her. And uh, so we know she's She was y'all's first guest. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yes, she she was, was uh yeah, she was episode number well, well I, we had we had we had an introduction, little right. preview, and now we had her, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she was number one, and number one, and then she's been on one time since, right? She's been on one time I since. I remember she... the very first time I heard your podcast with her interview was actually sitting in this trailer at Fair Hill in April of 2018. Wow. I remember. Wow. wow. And Good. you kept listening. <laughs> I, I don't even listen um, to that one anymore. Now I'm just. Kidding. Oh yeah, I've listened, like I said, to all of them. I mean, I love love the interviews. Get to listen to a lot of people that you only read about and and uh no it's great i love listening to your podcast oh well thank you so much yeah, that's, that's very nice and now you're a guest look at, that. look at that so so before we get into the ryan stuff just you are an amateur so do you have a day job too so i was a far animal pharmaceutical sales rep um i no longer am a pharmaceutical rep um i was a rep for 12 years for the company mariel so sold frontline heart guard next guard um, Ulster Guard, Gaster Guard, Equiox, uh, called on vets. It was a fabulous job. I loved it. Loved working with the veterinarians, working with patients, um, and doing all that. And, um, I did that until 2018 and then 
um, was fortunate enough to be able to um, leave my job. And um, I do focus on the horses full time now, but uh, I, I don't take courses in for training. I don't do anything like that. Gotcha. So you're a true amateur. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Um, awesome. So, hey, so uh, let's get into it. How, how did you get your start in riding and, and everything? Well, um, I was born and raised in Texas. Uh, my, both my parents, my mother and father, both had horses when they were younger. And I was kind of born into it. So um, I first started riding at the age of four um, at a riding academy. Um, my parents bought a farm when I was six. And ever since then, you can just say it was no looking back. Um, I had horses. Uh, I remember as a child, as if we wanted our horse, we had to do chores. And so we were up at 5 a.m. every morning to take care of the horses. And then we'd go to school and then we'd come home and we had chores after. And it was our responsibility to take care of those horses. Wow. That's awesome. So, oh, it's great. I mean, it builds character and it teaches you responsibility. Was it always eventing or was it like the Western type of riding at, 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 in Texas out there? You know, it's interesting. So my mom always did the English and I'm pretty sure my dad was doing saddle seat when he was a kid. And then um, as far back as I remember, my mom continued to do dressage as a child when I was a child. And then my dad actually took up um, cutting horses. Um, So uh, when um, I was younger and my parents had divorced, um, when I visited my dad, I did cutting horses. And when I was with my mom, I did dressage, got introduced to a venting and pony club and um, just got the bug there. And I've been eventing. I think I was 12 when I started eventing and and the pony club. And then um, just haven't looked back. (laughs) How long did your pony club for? Did your pony club like all the way at the levels and everything or? No, unfortunately, I was one of those children that um, I got to my C2 and then had a horse that was not really pony club appropriate, uh, off the track thoroughbred that was a little too um, feral to be uh, to do the C3 when they start changing riders and, and stuff to get your ratings. He just wasn't very pony club approved amount. So unfortunately, I never did anything more than my C2, but I mean, you got to give it to the the pony club. I learned bandaging. I learned um, equine first aid. I learned how to clean tack. I learned it all. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we love pony club. Mm -hmm. Pony club is fantastic. It's a shame a lot. A lot of people do at that that middle C rating area. Does there a lot of a lot of people drop off and during that don't they care? Oh, it sure is. Um, Yeah, but it's a wonderful program. Um, Definitely, people should get involved. And now that they've raise the age i mean at the time if i had done it i mean if they'd had the age i would have probably continued yeah yeah now it's all they have master horse masters yeah now. they do now yeah, it's yeah, open you, for anybody yeah, you, you can, can, you can join now yeah <laughs> it's not too late i'll have to look into it it's yeah, definitely you, can, you, you know championships now that i yeah i feel like i know more than i did when i was 12 so hopefully <laughs> it'd be a little easier you finally get that c2 <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that uh, getting those C three, the the Bs and the As. Um, I feel like I can handle the knowledge and everything now. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, the the um, so tell me the cutting horses. That sounds interesting. I think that sounds like a lot of fun. Was that as much fun as it looks, or is it? 
Oh, it was. It's so much fun. And it's a whole different world. Um, my dad actually was married to a cutting saddle maker. And um, so he went to a bunch of the big cutting horse maturities and set up booths. And um, we would go, me and my brother as children and and hang out at these maturities. And it's just a whole different world. I mean, I'm talking money. I mean, not only do they get huge prizes and, and there's money. I mean, it's ridiculous. And those quarter horses are one of the coolest animals. Yeah. Um, that's for sure. If you ever get the chance to sit on a cutting horse, you need to take it. Karen, she's talking to you. Yeah, I, do, I, I try it. I <laughs> no, try it. Both of you. Both of you. Both of you. I would love it, but I, I'm afraid I'd hurt one. I'd, oh, no. Legs would go splat. Not at all. It would sploot for me. <laughs> no, those horses are so well trained. You basically take them in, you cut out a cow. And you put your hand down on their neck and they know their job and you, you don't want to get in the horse's way. That's Do you, so, cool. so at that point, okay, so that's this, I'm glad we're having this discussion, Karen, cause I need to learn something here. So when you're picking out your, your little cow, you're going to, you know, separate from the herd or whatever. Is that your decision? Like, like you said, once it's all sorted out, but is it up to that point? Is it you, are you the one sorting out which one you want? Or does the horse have some saying that too? No, the, the rider is the one pretty much picking the the cow and you hope you get it. But when you're sorting the cow and, and trying to single out the one that you want that you think will give you a good cut, um, sometimes you don't get that cow and your horse may take another. You're kind of left with a cow that's left behind. So generally the rider will pick it, but sometimes you don't always end up with the one that you are going in for because those cows move and... Yeah, but mine is their own. Is it so when you're trying to pick one out and you said you want to get a good one, what makes it a good one that you're sorting out? Um, you want one that moves a bit more because if it just stands there and the horse is trying to have to egg it on, you're kind of you're timed in these sessions. So you're trying to get them to move and you want the horse to cut basically. You want it to to make the cow move and you want the cow to move on its own. You don't want to have to egg it or have your um your riders egg it to move. Gotcha. So you want something that's just not going to stand there and look at the horse and and um, kind of waste your time while the, the horse is is needing to work it. Gotcha. So are you scored on like style points or or something along those lines? Is that is that why you want it real active? Um, I wouldn't call style points, but you're you're seeing how the horse moves, how it tracks the cow, how it um it keeps it away from the other cows and that sort of thing. So I don't know if you necessarily call it style. Um, but you're, you're definitely, you're, the judges are judging how the horse is moving and, and, um, you know, how much the, the rider is having to interfere and that sort of thing. You're, you're trying to not interfere as a rider. Gotcha. And then you put your hand down and that's the signal to say, take, take it away. Yes. Those horses are so well trained and, and, um, those quarter horses, when you have a good one, they've got some cow sense in them and they know their job to the T. That's cool. Mm. That is so cool. Karen. So oh, interesting. It, it is really cool. It really is cool. But um, yeah, so I did that uh, growing up at my dad's house. But as a kid, I mean, yes, we did the cutting horses. But I can remember I had some step cousins and my brother. I mean, this is back in the day when you could be gone for hours. We would just take off on our horses and go on trail rides for hours. Um, we'd swim our horses. We'd gallop across hay fields. We'd hang out. I mean, and we wouldn't come back until the the sun was setting. Um, so that's what we did at my dad's house. And then at my mom's house, it was always the eventing and the and so I had horses on both both properties. Oh. 
and did that and kind of did both growing up. Um, and then I, I guess when I got to high school, cause I was an avid athlete. So throughout elementary, middle school, I was a soccer player, volleyball player, basketball player. I did it all. And then when I got to high school, my parents were, uh, told me, you have to make a commitment. If you want to do the athletics, you need to focus on that. But if you want to do the horses, you need to focus and give it your full, full attention. So chose horses. <laughs> that's it. And if anyone out, we almost, yes, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, I've been very fortunate. Um, growing up in Texas, we had um, this fantastic trainer named Mike Huber, who loved Mike, um, worked with him from, I think I was 12 until I graduated college when I had horses. Um, and he's definitely somebody you need to look at having on this podcast because Mike, Mike is awesome. And we got to get Mike Huber yeah. on here. That'd be good. Yes, he, um, he, he was, um, I mean, he is of the era of my club and, uh, you know, all the greats and still riding and training to this day, 1978, um, world championships. I mean, Mike is a legend. Yeah. We got the name. We, Karen just wrote it down. I wrote it down. That's it. He's on the list. Look for Mike Huber in the future. It's coming. Yes. I can even, I'll give you, I have his contact info. Oh, oh there we that. go. We, we have got an inside. Yeah, we got We have an insider. inside man. All right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, that that's very cool that out there in Texas you still had. That sounds like a great way to grow up, Karen. It does. A nice variety of things. You don't get bored. You get to kind of do it all, see it all. Horses at both parents' house. Yeah, that's like two Christmases. That's that's like <laughs> that's oh, awesome. Exactly. Exactly. Horse on both ends. You know, I got, you know, horsey stuff from everywhere and western horse at my dad's and English horse at my mom's. It was fabulous. Uh, <laughs> that's not too bad. That sounds fun. That does sound good. <clears throat> so so tell us about now. So you have like, how many horses do you have right now uh, that that judge you compete? So I have two horses that I compete right. Well, no, sorry. Um, I have two event horses I compete. I have one dressage horse I compete. Oh. Um, I've actually got the horse going in a three star. Um, his name's Skyfall 007. And then I have a new young horse that I got a year ago. He's doing the five-year-old championships. Wow. Um, at, as well at Fair Hill. Nice. So that's exciting. And so tell us about them both. Tell us a little bit about Skyfall and then tell us about your five-year-old. So Skyfall um, is an English thoroughbred. He is 12 this year. I've got him, imported him and, um, when he was five turning six. And um, I've brought him up through the levels. He's my um, my heart horse, I would say, because um, he is the most mean horse does not like to be touched he does not like to be hugged on loved on but he will give you his all when you're on his back um and uh, i love him we did fair hill in 2018 for the first time and um i never ever thought i would ever be able to do fair hill after i graduated college it was kind of one of those you're on your own couldn't afford horses at the time so i kind of gave up a lot of my dreams um, after I graduated college and, and entered the uh, uh, working market and, you know, had to work for myself and pay the bills and everything. So I never thought I would ever get to do Fair Hill. And he has allowed me to do a lot of events that I never thought I'd be able to do that you only hear about and dream about. No doubt. Um, yes. I mean, he took me to plantation. I mean, I I have always heard about plantation and I never got the chance to ever go until this course. And he took me to Fair Hill and 
um, I got to do a college jockey club on him and, um, uh, just, just the cool, cool horse. And Caitlin believes in him and, um, just excited to be here at Fair Hill. It's been a long year trying to get some chewing issues on track. So we're finally back on track and he's feeling great. Um, and, uh, then my five-year-old, he is Bond 007. Huh. Um, I love it. <laughs> <got a> theme. <laughs> there, <laughs> there is a theme. I had another horse named Spectre 007. So yes, ah, cool. there is a theme. Um, and he is a Dutch warm blood that my student imported last fall from, I'm sorry, last summer from the Monbeg Sport Horses. And um, it was about the time when still travel wasn't that great. So I was in the market and um, my friend, Will Fodgery, um, which side note, Will and I grew up together, young riders in Texas. Um, going back to story, Will, uh, Will is like, you've got to take a look at this horse. He's pretty, he's really nice. You need to, if you like him, you need to buy him. And um, needless to say, I loved him, bought him, and we're here at the championships this year. That is fantastic. That is super, super awesome. Now, what's the the, the five year old championships? The, what what is that going to com- consist of? Is that training and prelim cross country show jump co- combination? Is that is, is that what that is? So my understanding, and to be honest, this is the first year I've ever done the Young Horse Series. Um, so I'm still learning as we go. Um, he did one qualifier back in February in Aiken and got the, the score to, to go to championships. Um, but my understanding is towards the end of the year, it's mostly training level, but they need to be ready for some preliminary hype um, questions. So ready to move up to preliminary is gotcha. my understanding. Gotcha. Gotcha. So there you go. Well, good luck with that one. Yes, that's that's yes. exciting. You know, again, it's it, everything's so new. I I know exactly where they used to run the the young event horse at the at Fair Hill right. in the fall. Right. But the Maryland five star with the three star and the young event horse, I'm not sure. So it's so exciting. I'm super excited. No, I I agree with you. It's it's exciting. I keep forgetting it's the big five star, and so there's so many different things that we're getting emails about, and and uh, thinking it's not the same Fair Hill that we all know. It's, you know, the location and the, where the barns are and where the rings are and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm excited. I, I can't wait to see it all. Yeah. <laughs> there's running water, electricity, all the good stuff. So all the, yeah, it looks great. It looks great. You're already like 20 minutes from there and I bet you can't wait to go see that course. It's going to be so exciting. I know it's so hard not to sneak down there and try and see what's up. <laughs> I know you guys, you guys have a little, you know, insight. So if you want to, you know, Say a few things my way. And... We've been very disciplined. <laughs> yes, we have not sneaked on. We don't want to lose our credentials. <laughs> we've, been, we've been good. It took a long time to get those credentials. I'm not blowing it. Oh, yeah. I'm not I blowing know. it on Heather Bush, giving Heather Bush the inside <laughs> scoop on the course. I know. I mean, come on. I know we haven't known each other long, but you could, you know, flip me a bone and like give me a heads up. Uh, after the interview, we'll, show you, we'll send the pictures that we got. No, I'm just kidding. There's no pictures. No pictures. You'll send the pictures after the course lock open, right? right. Yep, yep. We're, right. Gonna, we're walking the course with you. You kidding? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> We'll bring, awesome. we'll bring the bar. We'll bring the bar. That that would be perfect for the first walk. So then everything doesn't look so 
jaw dropping and and uh, and everything. Um, I think alcohol will smooth out that first walk a little better. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I will say this: I've driven by weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, I went by before the jumps were placed. Um, I'm sure they're placed by now. And let me tell you, it's. Have you ever competed there on a non like the not big the the the, the you know the the CCI or CIC? Have you ever competed uh, there with just a regular horse trials? I did a spring Fair Hill in 2018. So it wasn't on that side of the bridge. So it was, you still had to go through um, the woods and everything, but we weren't competing on that side. Okay. Okay. So that's the sawmill side. Yeah. So now the new five-star, the new special event zone kind of connects and, and, and comes up onto where they do the horse trial mm -hmm. side. Yeah. But let me tell you, it is beautiful. The grass has been you know, setting up now for two years and it's been watered. It's nice and green. It's, it's amazing. And everyone's been staying off the, that, you know, that, that ground. So it is going to be primo footing and, um, it's going to be fantastic. So I'm super excited. I can't wait. I can't wait. So have you been schooling, uh, like cross country and stuff over at, at Windora? Is that kind of where you guys are going to school? Of course. I mean, if you're in this area, the best place to school is Wendura. Yeah. Um, not only the, the cross, the, it's, it's adventurous paradise, all the cross country questions you could ask for, for even just, I mean, the young horses too, the five-year-old's been over there and he's got such a um, great setup for the young horses to learn the bigger questions at smaller heights. Um, so, I mean, I think I'm at Wendura two or three times a week with the horses just oh, wow. getting in the yeah the ability to uh you know or the advantage to take advantage of the the facilities he's got set up over there yeah absolutely i was actually actually there watching our son school this afternoon before this interview and i think we saw i saw uh twin rivers trailer come in i think they're coming in for Ooh. for the five stars so they're right that's Andrea ah. Baxter, right yeah, yeah so i believe so i think she's rolling in for for uh you know the, the maryland five stars so it's the who's who the who's who come, it come is. to Crackerville. It, it really is. And now, you know, you were talking about the accreditation badges. Uh, we just got those. And it's it's kind of a um, a shocker to, to know that we have to have all these official badges. And, and you know, it, it really is getting real at this point. Yeah. How yeah. many three-star longs do you have under your belt? Is this your first one or do you have, you have multiple? Uh, multiple. So this will be my third one on this horse. Um, uh, this will hopefully be the, the second Fair Hill. So we did Fair Hill in 2018 and completed. Um, good dressage, clean cross country with time. And then we had a few rails and show jumping. And then we did um, Ocala the following year. And that was the year that it was, everyone always says, come to Ocala, it's warm. It was the worst weather and most miserable time. I mean, it was so cold. So you had our luck. Yes, it was. It was awful. They had fires at each of the rider stations. That's how cold it oh was. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yes, can you imagine? Because I mean, you hear it too. Come to Ocala. It's so warm. You'll never be cold. Don't go to Virginia uh, if you don't go to Fair Hill. Don't go to Virginia. Go to Ocala, where it's nice and warm. And it was. Awful. <laughs> and the barn flooded. The barn flooded. Oh, no. oh, my God. I remember oh. that. I do remember that. Yeah. Well, when we went to Ocala, the pipes were freezing. It was so cold. So we were, again, we're, we're, ah. we're bad luck, too. 
Yeah, see, I mean, we, 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 maybe we shouldn't go to Ocala at the same time. They <laughs> oh, would get a blizzard or yeah, something. Yeah, it'd be terrible. Yeah, not good. Exactly. The first blizzard in 200 years yeah. because we all show up. That's funny. We're responsible for killing off the orange crop and everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. The, uh, yeah, well, the good news is you've been around. The, the the you know Fairhill the the other one the other three stars so I mean that was no joke that that was a very difficult place so I think you're prepared Karen what do you say I think so I think you're ready to rock and roll this is going to be awesome man I'm so excited Karen so excited I know I keep saying that but I'm I'm just a big big geek and I am so I don't know so what's your training like for that are are you just is it just basically you just moved in or and and you're just training as if you were at home and and riding with Caitlin every day. Um, not every day. Um, you know, at home, I do most of my training on my own. Um, I, I do take occasional lessons. Um, when Caitlin's there, I'm taking from her. Um, but most of the training and when most of the people leave, I'm on my own, I would say 90% of the time. So gearing up for Fair Hill after we got these, um, shoeing issues resolved, um, over the past year, um, it was time to, if I was going to make a serious bid for Fair Hill, I needed to make the commitment to come up here and do some serious training with Caitlin. Gotcha. Um, so I came up the week before plantation to get ready for plantation and um, got some, you know, really intense flat lessons some just uh, some cross country schools and some show jumping. Um, and then just been kind of checking off the boxes before Fair Hill, making sure the dressage is, is nice and relaxed and working on all the movements. Um, Caitlin's been immensely helpful on the flat because my horse is a little, little tough, um, on the flat because just being a thoroughbred, he doesn't naturally come to him to sit and, um, use his hind end as much. So, um, and then just schooling a lot of show jumping because I'd have to say that's one of the hardest things for my horse and I is the show jumping. Um, so we've been focusing on that and getting them stronger. And, you know, the hills up here in Pennsylvania, you can't compare them. We don't have that in uh, Aiken. So right. galloping up the hills and the fitness, I mean, you, you, it's so cool to gallop up Nelson's Hill and be like, the greats have galloped up this hill and I'm here on my horse doing it. Yeah, yeah that is really cool. cool. That is really cool. It is very blessed to have that 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 property that you know that they let everyone gallop up that hill. So, like you say, a lot a lot of greats have galloped up that hill, for sure. Uh, from all around the world, you know, people that mm-hmm. have come to America to train and and do clinics and ride people's horses. So, hey, a question: When when do you uh when do you move in to to Fair Hill? We are. It's the countdown. A week from today, we will be moving in to Fair Hill and setting up shop. Gotcha. So that's Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Yes. Tuesday is when, is when I think we, we had to be at least the, the, um, five and three star, uh, horses had to be in on Tuesday. I think the young horses didn't have to be in until Wednesday. Gotcha. Mm. Man. So then you move the camper over to your camper site on, uh, do you have your jog outfits, uh, ready? Oh yeah. Oh, so I have some options. That has been, you know, you, you, you think that going online and, and buying outfits and you're like, oh, this will work, this will work. And then you get the outfit and you're like, huh, not so much. Oh. 
but you know, I, I, I was eyeing your Fairfax boots and, oh. um, I would like to do some shopping we got hopefully an inn. before we got an in. Do you? Um, then, uh, can you take me shopping before the jog next Wednesday? Oh. <laughs> Listen, we could talk to our friends. Yes. The Fairfax in favor. They're going to have hound and hair carriers or boots. They're going to be there. As a matter of fact, little something between us. We're going to be giving away a pair of those boots at Maryland Five Star. Oh, yes, we are. That yep. is awesome. Yep, yes. yep. There's yes. very the same Regina's that Karen has. We're going to yes. be giving them away. But Hound and Hair will be there, and um, if you want, we can try to hook you up with them. Um, we can put a call in the name and find out when they're going to be there and try to get you um, set outfitted. up, outfitted. I would love that. Awesome. We'll, we'll we'll put a call into our friends over there and we'll see what we can do. No guarantees, Karen. <laughs> no guarantees. <laughs> no but... guarantees, but our friend uh, from Fairfax and Favor, mm-hmm. she's going to be there working at the Hound and Hair booth. Yes, she is. Um, and then and then again, we're going to be working in conjunction, giving away a pair, giving away a pair of Regina's. So those are that's awesome. That yes. is really awesome. So awesome. Well, we'll get you. We'll help get you set up with some good. Yeah, some good we will. Stuff. We'll get you dressed. Awesome. All right. So, Heather, you know the show. We're going to play quick fire questions. Quick fire questions. And this quick fire questions is brought to you by Taylor Harris Insurance Services. So, you know, it's five questions and we will grade you at the end. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. All right. All right. So, first question favorite rider growing up? Oh, I'm gonna have to say Karen and David O'Connor. Ooh, good answer. Very but good. you got to pick one. You got to break one of them. One of their hearts uh-oh, is going to get broken. Uh-oh. Oh, but it's a team. I mean, they were always. It was always Karen and David. Um, then Karen, because she did a lot of young rider stuff in our area in Texas. She was a coach for a few years. She did clinics. I would say Karen. There we go. Very good answer. Very good answer. And yes. poor David. You know, but hey, <laughs> sorry, David. Sorry, David. <laughs> I, oh yeah, that gold medal only gets you so far. <laughs> you said I had to choose. So, you know. <laughs> I'm clipping this and sending this right to David. Uh, <laughs> oh. All right, favorite event to compete at? Oh, um, like I said, I there is I've only been able some of the events that I never thought I'd be able to, to compete at. I but I'm gonna have to say Fair Hill. Fair Hill is always the the shining star on the calendar. Good answer. Yeah. Good answer. Very good answer. Wait till, wait till you get to the new side. It is magnificent. <laughs> All right. Uh, one riding discipline that you've never done, but you would like to try. Huh. Um, I would love to be brave enough to ride racehorses. I don't think I'm brave enough to run at full speed in a pack of horses. Well, you're in luck. You're right. You're right there at Fair Hill has the training center. All you gotta do is go and just go early morning right, and go across the street early morning, <laughs> lean against the rail with your riding clothes on, and and say, "Hey, uh, you need a rider for the day." And boom. maybe I'll do that after Fair Hill. Yeah, so yeah. Wait till after. Last, last, when I first came to Fair Hill in 2018, um, the day that we were supposed to move into the barns, I ended up getting kicked by a horse in the chest. Oh no. And, uh, I still competed. I still got through it. I didn't go to the doctor until after Fairhill because I knew he would have said, don't ride. Um, 
So I am I am kind of in bubble wrap mode right now. So I'll wait until after Fair Hill before I'll go hopping on some some uh, young thoroughbreds. <laughs> Catch up with Jenny Brannigan. She'll introduce you to everybody over there. She'll get you on a horse. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how Jenny made it. Her, her, she, she rode. I don't know if she still rides or not, but she rode for a long yeah. time. Yeah, with um, Michael Metz. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. Because um, I, I remember her posting about it on Facebook. Oh, yeah. 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 She's jumped. She's she's raced over, over you know, fence. She's done a Maryland Hunt Cup, which is a legendary race. I mean, it's crazy. So, yeah, Jenny, I'll hook you right up. All right. Moving along. This is going to be a tough one. Your favorite MLE episode? Oh, hands down. Uh, well, Tammy Smith. Oh, Ooh. Tammy brought it. Tammy, she, did. she came out. She's actually been on twice, but the first time when she was solo, she, uh, yeah, a good answer. Very good answer. Excellent yeah. answer. That was a quick one. It was hard. I mean, I, I love Frankie Frankie's episode as well, but Tammy, Tammy, I love. I I saved Tammy's episode. I have it still on my my. Uh, podcast list of favorites yeah i think that was she really you know we didn't know her before then and actually to be honest i saw her but i never actually still have never met her in person um i've seen her in person but never met her but um she really you know she shared a lot of personal stuff and um she's just amazing so thank you definitely look up to her i definitely look up to her because i knew her um she her best friend heather morris was in Texas for a while and um, we became really good friends. And that's how I met Tammy originally. And she just, you know, she definitely is an inspiration. She was a hard worker and just seeing this, the the years and the training that she's put in and seeing her success now um, is, I love it. I love seeing her success. She's just a wonderful person and, and it's so good to see her succeeding. Yeah, yeah sure is. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So last question. If you could ride any horse, past, present, or fiction, who would it be? Um, so I thought you guys might ask me this question. I thought about it. Um, I'm gonna have to take it back a little to uh Pippa Funnels horse, Supreme Rock. Um and uh she she um she did some great things with him. Uh he was a big, big uh, bay horse and I uh, really really liked him I it, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly he helped her win the um the uh the the big uh winning badminton burley in Kentucky what is that called Grand Slam, Grand Slam. Grand that's Slam. it Grand yes. Slam <laughs> yes Oof. I know I kept wanting to say triple crown yeah. I'm like that's not it yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he he helped her be the one of the first riders to do that how about that? That Good is answer. really cool. Yeah. Excellent. Look at it. Karen. Well, A plus plus, and she gets a gold star. Gold star. Excellent job by you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and an applause. And applause. And applause. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> does, does everyone get applause? Or, uh, you know? No, no, no. Only the really good ones. Only the really good ones. <laughs> That was excellent. Excellent job. Yeah, very good. Very good answers. Uh, so, Heather, do you have any advice for that amateur trying to make it in this sport? I would say, um, you know, you can do it. Just keep at the training. And there's days um, that you don't think you'll get to do the things that you only dream of. But if you keep 
day in and day out, um, riding your horse and setting the goals and little by little, you, you can reach those goals and they are attainable even as an amateur, um, especially when you have a great support system and a great coach that you can dream big and not to, um, limit yourself in what you want to do. I love it. Yeah. Excellent. Great advice. Excellent advice. Hey, I have one quick question going back, backtracking a little bit. Uh, Skyfall is an English thoroughbred that you imported. Was that on purpose? Like, was it, were you purposefully looking for an English thoroughbred or, and was he like off the track or can you just elaborate a little bit more on? Sure. No. Um, when, um, so he was my first big, big, big purchase as an adult. Um, and, uh, he just happened to fit everything that I wanted and was in my budget. Um, so we got him from Eric Smiley who had bought him from his breeder. He never raced. Um, he was, he looked like a fat hunter pony. I mean, if you saw the pictures, you would not think that he would be an event horse because he was the epitome of a fat hunter horse. Um, but I knew he was nice enough that if he didn't work out as an eventer, I could sell him. Um, and I will tell you the first year I had him, he dumped me so many times at ditches, especially. Um, but he is the best animal to sit on. I wouldn't want to sit on another horse on cross country at the upper levels. Um, he he is the coolest, but to answer your question, no, I didn't intentionally, um, buy an English thoroughbred. He just happened to be the one that I liked the most and, and fit the bill and, and um, he's very much like American thoroughbreds, except for he's just bigger boned. I mean, when you see him, we, we jokingly call him a tank. I mean, he is a big, thick thoroughbred. Gotcha. Was he bred for sport or was he bred for racing? And just that because he was pudgy, he never made it to the track. <laughs> I think he was pudgy because he never did the race work. Um, he was bred to race. His dad was one of the European horses of the year for racing. So he's well bred. Um, he just, uh, I think his breeder had some health problems and he just never made it, um, into race training as a whole. And so when, um, I, I, I thinking this is a story is that when the breeder decided he wasn't going into race training, she then decided to sell him. Eric got him. But Eric's schedule, he travels a lot for clinics and stuff. And so he was kind of sitting in a pasture. Eric had done a little bit with him. Um, and um, he was kind of on the market. And um, we inquired about him and got some video and bought him off a of video. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. Off a of video. It, it's hard. I wouldn't recommend it. It definitely is nerve wracking to buy off video. <laughs> so the first time you saw him was he when he got to the States? Was the first time you got that? Yes. Wow. The first time I physically laid eyes to him was when he walked off the the shipping um, truck when he arrived in Aiken, South Carolina. How about that? Wow. It was definitely hard. Um, And then when he arrived, he was a little sick. And so that was was great. (laughs) Um, He had... He just got a little bit, I think his, he just got a little overwhelmed with the the shipping and the quarantine and then the, the having to ship down from New York. He mm-hmm. just got a little overwhelmed by it all. Yeah. That's a lot. Oh. But, That's a lot. And how's the oh, foot? Was, you said you have some shoeing issues. Is there anything you can talk about or? 
Oh, I mean, yeah, he just, um, we were doing last year, I think it was August. We thought we were going to do some corrective shoeing. Turns out he didn't need it. And it actually, um, did the wrong thing, um, and crushed his heels. So, uh, we have been trying to rebuild his heels on his back feet, but to do that, you have to have plates across their entire foot. Um, it's called a hospital plate. And when you do that, they lose the traction when they're galloping. And so we've been trying to nurse it along for the past year, um, to just get them to the, um, events and get them to do them. But at, by, I think by summer, he's, he kind of was telling us that he couldn't do the big stuff anymore, um, with hospital plates on his back feet. So we, we took a step back and waited until we could put some regular shoes back on him. And we were able to do that in August of this year. And he, he went right back to his old kick-ass self. Wow. Fantastic. Good stuff. It is. I mean, it's kind of a, kind of a, I'm just glad at this point, I am glad to be able to go to Fair Hill and to have my horse back. I mean, it has been um, a trying year to say the least. (laughs) Well, you know, that's the thing. And that's why I appreciate you answering that question, honestly, because I think we all have uh, that horse that, you know, for whatever reason is lame or, you know, everyone deals with something with their horse, their horses. And I think that, you know, there's always something. And, (laughs) and to hear when people have, you know, tough times and they're able to work through them with patience and, and great care and, and love, I think is, um, I think sometimes people need to hear that so they know there's light at the end of the tunnel for them. So thanks for sharing that. I, I really appreciate that honesty. No, of course. And I think, um, you know, in this day and age, we all see the good stuff. We don't see the bad stuff. And, and a lot of the times we don't talk about the bad stuff. Um, just with horses in general, like you said, it's always something. It's something, something, I mean, they could eat something wrong. They could step on something wrong. It's always something. And and, um, you know, we're, we're lucky to, to be able to ride and, and, um, be partners with these horses. Yeah. That's for sure. Heck for yeah. sure. So what's the story behind the 007 names? Um, <laughs> so, um, when I got Frankie is, is, is the Skyfall's bar name. When I got him, um, the Skyfall movie had come out recently and, um, was a really big fan of the movie. My, my husband also, um, that was his first horse purchase, um, after we were married. And so he kind of jumped in the deep end and, uh, we kind of came together on the name of Skyfall 007 and with the help of the husband on the, the naming part. And then, um, it just became a trend. Um, the next horse was Spectre 007. And then this newest horse is Bond 007. There we go. So I like it. I, I it's great. I mean, and um, I think it fits the horses. Uh, this new, the newest bond, which is set out to come out this Friday, and I'm bummed I'm not going to go see it yet. Um, it's called No Time to Die, and I thought about naming the new horse that, but not something I want to be galloping around on when the announcer <laughs> says, <laughs> "Right, right." <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Not not something I want them to say. Heather Bush on No Time to Die was not um yeah. the the best thing, but um yeah. he's he's a cool little horse. He is definitely we call him a punk 
um, because he is very full of himself, but he is a cool young horse. Um, but I'd love for you both to meet them at Fairhill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah. We're, we're down. It, you know, we're not going to be allowed in stabling because we're media. I'll bring them to meet you. There I'll bring them out. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Bring them to our little behind the grandstands Thursday, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's going to fly yeah, either. Yeah, I don't think that's. Well, maybe work. you can come to meet us. Come say hello to. We're Thursday, Friday. We're gonna, or Thursday, Friday. We're going to have a little spot behind the grandstands that we're going to be giving away free stuff and all. So definitely, I I will have to. I've seen you guys from across the way at Plantation, um, but I we um, I will I will introduce myself for sure. Great. Just this past one that just went by. Yes. <sighs> and you didn't say hello. You're, you're intimidating. I mean, I it's just. She intimidates me too. That's what I was saying. <laughs> Karen's intimidating. She's got. Was that. that when we were double fisting uh, wine glasses and a and with a bottle of wine <laughs> walking through the, the? You field? know, I didn't see the, I didn't see the double fisting. Maybe if I'd seen the double fisting, I would have been. You know, oh yeah, they're a little they're a little um, easy going now. They got a few uh, drinks on themselves. No, it was. Um, Sunday during the four star cross country at the top of the hill. I think I saw you guys. Oh, oh you should have said, hello. yeah, we were just chilling out watching the show. There will be no heavy drinking at Maryland five star. No, not, not right. until after the, the end of show jumping. Right. Correct. After 11 o'clock. Then we can there we go. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're going to be official capacity. We don't want to lose our credentials. No. We have credentials, Karen. We're, we're well, 11 o'clock where? 11 o'clock England, yeah. Australia. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to be on good behavior. Yes, we're gonna we be will. Behavior for sure. <laughs> we don't want to embarrass. This is the, we've been waiting for this week for years and for years, years and years. Yes. And, and what would definitely, um, this is, this is a big deal for us. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to, we're going to be, I'm going to keep Karen on a short leash. Oh, <laughs> make sure she is behaving herself, yeah. right, love? I'll be good. Okay, thank you. She <laughs> promised. Her to her. Awesome. So, hey, so uh, well, let's wind this thing up, Karen. We, we've, we, uh, doggone, Heather's been in her chair all this time, and, and all. so, but Heather, <laughs> we know, like, we know you're an amateur. You're not in business, but do you have any any way for any, like, do people follow you? Are you okay with giving out any socials or anything like that, or social uh, medias, or or um, just look out for you at the shows? I am on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I am not the most technically savvy person. So, you know, um, I try to post what I, what I can and videos I put together. Um, on Instagram, I'm HLBush01. And then Facebook, it's just my name, Heather Bush. Um, no eventing or anything like that um, page. Right. You get to see that picture of that hunky Marine that she's married to, too, Karen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was trying to see. It looked like a. It looked like you can see the airplane in the background. You, you can. I was trying to make out the squadron, but I was pretty sure it was a Marine squadron, but I wasn't quite yes. sure. So. The Silver Eagles. That was his last flight before he was medically retired. Um, so he had just come back from deployment, and that was... Um, so we had gotten married. He left on deployment a month later. And then that was the first time I'd seen him in eight months. 
Um, and it was his last flight of being in the Marine Corps. And uh, his squadron was the Silver Eagles in Beaufort, South Carolina. Wow. Very cool. So he flew in from the deployment, landed, and that was it. Parked it. That was it. Wow. Um, God bless him. Heroes. He's a hero. Yeah. He is. Um, you go, I mean, you guys all are heroes. The, the military men and women, I mean to do the things that you guys do and commit your lives. It really is a, a full life commitment um, when you're in the service. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God for our service members, Karen. Yes. So. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. God bless you. Yeah. Well, you girls, you know where it's at. You girls hooked up with these Marines and, you know, we were smitten with us. So great, Karen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uniforms. I mean, I have to say those uniforms, they're, they're some good looking uniforms. That's right. Yeah, they that's, are. That's I think right. the best out of all the service. Oh, by far. Yeah. By, far. Oh, yeah. away. by far. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Do you guys still get to go to the, do you do any of the Marine Corps birthday balls? No. no. You know, believe it or not. We, we only went to one. We were married. The only, yeah, I was always either. There was always a reason why I couldn't go. We went to one and Karen told the story. So we went to one. We were there maybe an hour. I think it was closer to 15 minutes, but yeah, maybe an hour. Maybe. I mean, an hour would be pushing it. And we got a phone call that our son was sick he and we fever. had to leave. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Yeah. I don't so. even, did we get, I think we did get our picture. Yeah, we got our picture and, and then we had to leave. Cup and then well, I, so you, you at least went and you got a picture so you can say you've been there and done that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. So, and then, and then, the, you know, like the following year, we got transferred during the Marine Corps ball. So I kind of missed that. I don't know. So, do you go to the balls? Do you still go to the ball and all? Um, no, we haven't. Um, not since he was retired. Um, so we haven't been to another birthday ball. Um, I would love it, but I don't think there's one. I think we'd have to go to the one in Beaufort. Um, again, if we if we went to one, but. I mean, it was definitely a great excuse to get dressed up and um, get your hair done and and makeup and and uh, have fun. Yeah, yeah. That's one of my regrets is not making it to the ball. Well, we that well, having that one ball yeah. kind of <laughs> fell through on us. But, oh, well. <laughs> oh well. So well, listen, Heather, this has been fantastic. Karen, what do you think? This is Fant- great. This I can't is- wait to get to meet you in person. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited to meet you guys, and thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google, or your favorite podcast app. Cheers.